welcome back to the podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I firstly just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my little heart um, for all the love and everything from last week's episode. I've had loads of lovely DMs and just good vibes. So yeah, thank you very much for listening and supporting. Yeah, it means a lot to me because I've obviously wanted to do this for a long time. Really cool to see you guys enjoying. So a little update on my week. Hmm, how have we been doing? Um, Not good is the quick answer. Today I had my first exam and I'm not exaggerating when I say I think it was the worst exam I've ever sat. Like it was not good. Basically all of my exams are obviously online. They release the paper at a certain time and then you get like four hours, three hours to do them. Today's was four hours, which is really, really long time to concentrate for. And it was just, it was so long, but it had so much time constraint at the same time. It was genuinely like a really painful four hours. Um, And it was also really difficult. (laughs) So not the best. I've spent the past week just sort of sitting at home revising. I have been getting up at like half eight and just revising all day, basically. I've been trying to go on walks. And I have been getting to the gym a little bit, which makes me feel a lot better. But there hasn't been too much to do. I've literally just been revising until very recently. I was like the only person I knew at home other than Joe. But a lot of my friends are back now. So I will be able to see them outside um, once the exam's over, which is good. I've only got six days left now. That feels really good. So I'm going to jump in with my two wins for the week. And the first one I've got is completing the exam. Obviously, it didn't go very well and I don't think I'll be getting a very good grade. It is something, I guess, to be proud of. Like, it's my first exam that I've done from home. And, you know, when you're in an exam hall and there's just so much adrenaline, everyone around you is, like, writing, 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 and you're like, shit, I need to write something. Everyone's doing so much work. And it just feels so different to revision. Whereas today, I obviously just sat at the same desk I always sit at the same setup, the same everything. So it's harder to motivate, I think, than usual. And I've pushed through, you know, I've done it. That means that course is completely finished now because my courses only last a semester. I think the only sad thing about it is that I actually really liked that course. Like I liked the content that we did and I found it really interesting, but obviously it didn't end that well. So didn't really get to go out on a high, but at least I had a good time um, learning. And then my second win is the podcast because I'm just really happy with how it's all going and earlier I was feeling a bit rubbish down in dumps about this exam and just stressed because I've got a lot else on like I have quite a lot of YouTube work to do and I have another exam two days from now so I've got to wake up tomorrow and just do loads more revision. I was like I'll record the podcast today that will cheer me up that will put me in a good mood and I think it's really sweet I've like found something that makes me like happy like that I think that's really cute so yeah very happy with how it's all going and that I've like finally started it and then two things I'm grateful for this week also by the way I hope you're like thinking of the things as well because that's fun maybe I should start doing like on the podcast Instagram ask what you're grateful for and stuff each week and you can submit them that'll be fun so two things I'm grateful for the first one is the biggest fucking news of 2020 and that is that there is a new Taylor Swift album coming out oh my god 
I'm not kidding when I tell you it is a sign from the universe because it got released, like she posted it on her Instagram while I was in my exam. So I was sitting in this exam, feeling rubbish, doing poor work. (laughs) And then the first thing I saw when I got off my phone was like my flat group chat being like, guys, there's a new Taylor Swift album coming out. Like so gassed. Um, And yeah, that is the, that is exactly what I need. I can already tell I'm going to cry listening to it. It is out um, I think 6am tomorrow UK time so that will be the first thing I'm listening to when I wake up and I'm very excited. Taylor Swift is my one true love, my life, my everything. I'm still not even over folklore like I'm not over how good that album is so I can't wait to hear the new one. Yeah hella grateful for her we do not deserve. And then second thing is that my brother's coming home tomorrow. Very fun. He has been at uni this whole time just because his classes are only just finishing, I think. But yeah, my dad's going to drive, pick him up and he'll be back tomorrow. I was telling my friend Eleanor the other day that it's so weird being here without him because I don't think I've ever been like hanging with my parents for this long without him being here. I've only been here literally one week, (laughs) but it's just insane to not have him here. I don't know why. It just feels so weird. Everything's off and he's like literally my best friend, like best, best friend. So I'm really excited to see him and yeah, it's so sad that he's not here. I just, I feel, I feel like it's just so weird because this is his first year at uni. So I've not gone through this whole thing before, but yeah, very happy that he's coming home. today we're going to be talking all about veganism and I want to talk about the movement I want to talk about me I want to talk about other vegans and this is going to be quite a broad discussion I'm not just going to be saying like oh this is how to go vegan here's my top tips because I just think that that's kind of a naive approach for a topic like this so this is going to be very broad it might not be the most uplifting I don't know I'm trying to work out how I want to say it but I think there's a lot of issues within the space and I'm going to be talking about that as well as obviously all the other fun bits so yeah this week or last week I think actually yeah was my five-year vegan anniversary is that a word my five-year vegan anniversary which is so exciting and cool because I've been vegan for five years so I think I can have a proper discussion here like I feel like I've done it long enough to have a good say and yeah that's kind of the motivation behind this topic because I just felt like now would be a good time and it's already on my mind quite a lot I actually have a vegan Instagram account which is vegan Nana. I haven't posted on it for months um <laughs> yeah I just got a little bit demotivated with it and when uni started back up I was so busy and I just didn't feel like I had time but in the new year, that is one of my things I want to work on. I'm going to try and be posting on there at least weekly. And during lockdown, I think I was just posting so much that I felt like I couldn't live up to that when I went to uni. But now I'm having a little reset and going to come back with more of a sprinkle of 
posting rather than like five posts a day because that was a lot. I have a little quote for this week, just something to think about. And it is, all little things make big things happen. And I think that's very true. And I think that's actually quite apt for veganism and just kind of what I want to get into in general about making positive changes in your lifestyle. And yeah, little things lead to big things. And I feel like it's rare that you wake up one day and do a huge, huge life-changing task. And it's all the little things that lead you to that point. Like last week, I started a freaking podcast, but I didn't wake up one day and think, I'm going to start a podcast out of nowhere. Like, I just think it was so many little things that led to this point. I guess that's motivation not to give up on the day-to-day. So... I want to be talking about is the issues surrounding the vegan space. This is a really complicated issue and I'm probably going to leave things out um, just because it's literally so deep and there's so much you can say and I don't think I'm going to be able to say it all. Like this could be a whole episode but the first thing that I have is local versus vegan. So A lot of people sort of say that veganism is more sustainable, better for the planet, better for the animals, for everyone, basically. And I think there's a lot to be said for the argument of kind of a lot of vegan foods and like a lot of fruit and veg that isn't in season is imported from like a long way away. There's obviously a lot of like carbon emission associated with that. And then you can think about, okay, well, what about a farm down the road who grow their own tomatoes and have their own chickens and things like that is that not more ethical and this is just something to think about I wouldn't say that this is like unheard of everyone kind of knows that I guess but I just think it's something to think about when we're making all these claims about veganism being the most sustainable best diet in the world like I just think there's a lot more to it than just that kind of coming into the same thing is there's quite at the moment sort of demand for trendy foods so for example like avocados 10 years ago I don't feel like anyone was eating avocado really quinoa is a big one so quinoa is mainly grown in the Andes in South America and when it became a really trendy food that obviously pushes up the prices of quinoa it's worth way more when loads of people want it it's just a little bit of um, economics for you and that means that the farmers who are like producing it in South America are going to up their prices because that's the way a market works there's no point them charging low prices and not extracting all the surplus so their prices go up and the local people who maybe rely on quinoa or you know there's plenty of other examples maybe can't afford that product anymore and I think that is one of the issues with I don't know veganism but just like sort of Instagram food styles trends all of that is that you kind of get these foods that have suddenly this massive demand out of nowhere and this is going to like push down people who are dependent on that food. I also want to talk a little bit about fast food restaurants and restaurants opening and like adding new vegan options because when I first went vegan this was not a thing like there was no vegan cheese available in restaurants there was you know there was no vegan burgers and stuff it was 
It was slim pickings and that's only five years ago, like that wasn't that long ago. And now most restaurants have at least one option. So like Pizza Express, CZ's, Ask Italian, all have vegan cheese. Even like KFC, McDonald's, Subway, they all have vegan options. Nando's just came out with that uh, plant-based thing. Oh, actually, while I'm on that, I'll just define the difference between plant-based and vegan because I know it's maybe confusing. So plant-based is purely about your diet and the food that you eat. Has an animal been used to make that food? Vegan is a whole lifestyle. So for example, you wouldn't wear leather or you wouldn't buy like new leather clothes or I wouldn't personally use honey. I know that that's like a controversial thing yeah so all these restaurants are coming out with these new vegan options and on one hand I'm like wow this is so cool like veganism is so much more accessible than it used to be and people who aren't vegan will maybe see that option in KFC and be like oh great I'll try that today you know I'm not in the mood for me I'll just get that today which is cool and I think the way we want to be heading right but then you think okay but if I go and buy that KFC burger, I'm investing in a company who predominantly makes their money out of the meat industry. And literal, like KFC is literally a chicken fast food place. Like that's their literal definition. So then it's like, do I want to support that? That's not necessarily what I believe in as somebody who is vegan. So it's kind of a controversial paradox maybe even and it's really confusing I never know I personally don't even know what I like where I really stand on this how I think is that restaurants like KFC Subway etc all exist already so if they're going to add a vegan option that's a good thing because it means more people will eat it and if the demand's there they'll you know keep making more vegan options and the more accessible it becomes the more people can do it and the more normalized I guess it becomes and it might even become normal to just have like one vegan day a week or just one vegan meal here and there and I think that's really positive and great thing so yeah I personally don't really go to those restaurants because I just don't to be honest like vegan chicken doesn't really appeal to me so I never really have this issue but I think it's an interesting like area to explore I also want to touch on the fact that veganism isn't for everybody and I want to make that like really clear (laughs) because it's really not for everybody it depends on your health on you know some people can't like literally can't be vegan for medical reasons veganism is a form of like restricting your diet and that isn't healthy for a lot of people who struggle with like eating disorders or even just disordered eating restrictions can be see it can be really negative and have like a bad effect on you depending on your relationship with food And I think this kind of shaming around eating meat or dairy and like, I don't know. I don't actually see it very much, but I think it's really presumptuous to assume that just because someone's eating meat, they don't understand the like ramifications of it. Being vegan is exercising so much privilege. I, being vegan is more expensive in some, in some ways, some ways it's not, it depends how you do it. And I think even just the idea of kind of changing your whole whole lifestyle, that really depends on you having the time, the money, the resources, you know, research new foods and everything, and not everybody has that. You also need to have access to foods like maybe like tofu or 
things to kind of give you like protein those aren't necessarily the cheapest and they don't have those in all supermarkets it's also a very like cultural thing I guess if the way you've been raised and the way everybody around you lives and stuff is like food is a huge part of culture and that doesn't always align with veganism and I think it's kind of wrong to just be like oh well let's all just be vegan now come on let's just like just give it up whatever when it's can be rooted in like your cultural identity yeah so I think that's kind of everything I want to talk about just on this sort of topic there's a lot of stigma around well not stigma kind of there's a assumption I guess that vegans are shameful of others and are always kind of like looking at your food like oh what are you eating like that's meat that's gross you know that that cow had to die for you to eat that you know I just don't think that that is actually the case I think that's a very slim portion of vegans online maybe that get blown out into proportion blown out of proportion and like that I don't think that represents the community accurately I'm definitely not like that (laughs) so it's a really complicated issue and my aim with this podcast is to genuinely just have an open conversation about it I don't want this to be like hey guys I want you all to be vegan like let's all be vegan here are my top tips because I just don't think that's very helpful so how I started being vegan and where this all came from. I was raised vegetarian. I have never eaten meat in my life. This was because of my mum. So I hear a lot actually like, oh, so your mum forced you to be vegan, but your parents have to pick a diet for you, whether it's vegan, vegetarian, meat, whatever it is, like children can't pick their own diet. So everyone has been forced into the diet that they ate that's just kind of (laughs) right like that makes sense yes my mum did raise me vegetarian and like give me that lifestyle but she had to pick one lifestyle and you know I think I think parents have their children's best interests at heart and especially because my mum I think my mum's been vegetarian since she was like 16 or something so a long time especially like back in the day (laughs) obviously she chose that diet for herself because she thought it was the best option and that why she chose it for us obviously it depends nutritionally on like person to person but that's how I was raised I was always raised with the ethos of the meat industry being harmful to animals being cruel being you know slaughter like it wasn't a secret I think some kids grow up not really knowing where your food comes from and I think that's actually kind of dangerous like I think if you're going to eat meat you should at least be fully aware of what has happened for you to like have that chicken nugget you know and I think if you can't think about that or it makes you oh no I don't want to think about it I hear that a lot um I think you need to sort of start questioning your belief system because you should at least be like aware and sure of where your food comes from I guess um yeah when I have kids I definitely want to I don't know like grow stuff in the garden and things like that because I just think that'll be really it's I don't know I think it's cool to make your own food and like really see where your food comes from with like so much pre-packaged food you don't really get that experience of what food 
is and I think that's important yeah I was vegetarian my whole life it was never you know like you have to do this if I had decided I don't want to do it anymore then I didn't have to my brother I think he was like eight maybe six just decided he didn't want to do it anymore and he started eating meat and my mom was fine with that um my dad's eaten meat the whole time yeah she never it she was never like shoving it down our throats or anything but that was the diet that was chosen for me as like a young young child and I carried it on I have a deep love for animals I think that's one of my biggest kind of motivations or passions in life is like animal welfare yeah I think that's something that my mum's instilled in me and I really like that so I went vegan when I was 15 um I think originally I would say it was for like health reasons I thought I would be eating healthier and stuff if I went vegan which isn't necessarily the best reasoning um I think you have to really want it deep deep down and that probably isn't I don't know the best reason yeah I wanted to eat a bit healthier and I felt like I'm quite an all or nothing person I find it hard to just be like oh I'm gonna eat a bit healthier I find it way easier to you know give myself a rule I really hate that about myself I think that's a really like toxic trait that I'll definitely be working on that was when I went vegan and I think I started to sort of see more about like the sustainability aspects and the animal welfare aspects around it as well I watched some documentaries which I'm going to talk about later and I really started to understand what the movement was all about. I, yeah, I have been vegan ever since. The last meal that I had as a vegetarian was a Papa John's pizza with loads of mozzarella, and I just remember feeling so gross, and thinking, like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't even like this. It makes me feel kind of icky. I don't like the concept behind it, and yeah, I have genuinely never looked back. People always ask me, like, oh, what's the one food you wish you could have? And I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, if I wish I could have it, I would just eat it. I genuinely, genuinely don't want (laughs) any of that stuff. And I know that, obviously, depending on your own situation, you might decide to go vegan and find it really difficult at the start, which is so understandable. Like, so understandable. I think I had that at the beginning as well. Now, I've just educated myself so much and I know so much about it that it's genuinely, like what I want more than anything is to be vegan it's not it's not to eat like loads of dairy chocolate so it's changed a lot my sort of motivations and everything up till this point it's not even something I think about anymore um five years is a long time and I was literally 15 like that's a little baby so I don't even think about it at all anymore I find it not too difficult at all which again is you know showing my privilege and the lucky position that I'm in I know I spoke a lot about what I don't like about the vegan movement or the community and the issues within it but it's really cool to be a part of something where everyone has really put like this thought and intention behind their eating and behind their ethos and I know not everybody can be a part of it and that is so okay um but I think it's really really special to to be a part of something like that Um, I went to my first animal rights march in 2019 in the summer and it was just so cool to be surrounded by so many people who believe the same things that I do who who really care like I could see so much passion and like motivation behind all these people and it was so so inspiring to go to that and I think that really fueled something in me um I would love to one day work 
in like animal welfare or an area like that because I just think it's so special to be surrounded by like I was in a huge crowd of people who all who all really care about something that I really care about and I think that that just it just made me feel very like heard and seen and I yeah it's really been like a really cool experience when I was first went vegan none of my friends were and I know like multiple people who are now all of my friendship group from home like none of us really eat meat at all I think everyone's vegetarian apart from one girl and I think she barely eats meat I think it's cool to see how much the world has changed and how much people are questioning like I think of anything the most important thing is to question what we have been told is true you know you grow up thinking everyone eats meat that's the norm like whatever that's the normal way but like look around and question like do I actually agree do I actually think that's good I think no matter how you're raised it's important to question whether you genuinely believe that from the bottom of your heart like maybe you're raised religious and you don't really identify with it or maybe you do but I think it's just cool to to find who you are and not just take the world around you as given and assume that that's the way it has to be and yeah I was obviously raised vegetarian and I definitely questioned at points whether that's what I actually wanted and I now I feel like one of the surest things in my life is that this is the way that I eat and I I'm not gonna change it (laughs) and it's just cool to be a part of like a bigger thing and yeah I do really love it it makes me feel amazing so there's a theory like it's called crowding out and it's basically the idea that instead of restricting yourself and thinking oh I'm not gonna eat this or I'm not gonna or I'm gonna stop doing something even anything to be honest like and the theory is that you instead should think of okay well I'm gonna start doing this and so for example if you think okay I want to eat less unhealthy foods or something maybe say okay I'm gonna count like my fruit and veg for a day and see if I have like enough if I have at least five and then if not try and have more and I just think it's like interesting because sometimes I'll do this like I find I think another misconception is that everyone who's vegan is really healthy but it's so easy to eat junk food all day long especially now like it's so accessible sometimes I'll be like okay I haven't really had that much fruit and veg today um I'm gonna eat this orange if I want like a dessert after I can have it like that's fine but I have to eat the orange first because I need the nutrients maybe you want the dessert some days maybe you're too full for the dessert other days and this is like a really silly example but just the idea that try and add new things into your diet rather than thinking of taking loads of things away so if you maybe want to go vegan I'd say try thinking of cool new vegan meals to try out or like new vegan substitutes or something that you want to try that way other things will just sort of fall out of your diet on their own you don't need to like restrict 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 I think restrictions are harmful and like that way of thinking is not it's not positive is it so yeah my flatmate Neve actually had like a challenge of doing a new vegan meal every week for like 10 weeks or something this semester and it was honestly like inspiring to me like I was seeing her make all this cool stuff that I've never even tried and I was like wow I want to do that I think something like that is a cool way to try getting into veganism you could even maybe like set yourself one day a week where you're vegan or one meal a week or I know everyone's like limited by their circumstances obviously I live um at home and all of my family are actually vegan now 
but before when my brother ate meat it was kind of difficult for like my mum or my dad whoever was cooking it was normally my mum but normally what she would do was make the dish so like tomato pasta for example and then serve my portion and then add like some sausage or something to his and that would kind of mean that we both got like what we had chosen to be our diets I do like I am so lucky to have her because she put so much effort in to our food all our lives and just really like gave us the opportunities to like choose our diet and I know not everybody has that chance but maybe even just suggest like I think this could be a fun thing for our family to do like have a vegan meal each week um and if not like someday you're gonna move out and you'll be able to do your own thing and I think it's not about oh I can't be vegan tomorrow so well there's no point in even trying but maybe think like okay next time I'm at a restaurant I'm gonna order the vegan option next time that me and my friends make food we're gonna make something vegan like don't give up at the first sort of like inconvenience uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about some of my favorite foods tofu is a godsend I love tofu get it in the Chinese supermarket it's the best price and it's the best quality in my opinion um you can cook it so many ways Pinterest is great if you look up like vegan tofu recipes so much will come up and they're obviously all for free those recipes so that's a great idea I love jackfruit as well jackfruit can be kind of expensive the cheapest place I've seen it is Sainsbury's and it's normally in a tin really really tasty with some barbecue sauce I love falafel there's a little place in Edinburgh that does homemade falafel it's called Jordan Valley for any Eddie people but it's delicious like they hand make it themselves and it's it's really nice you can also get falafel in Lidl and Audi and stuff like it's pretty accessible I love pasta, pizza, soup, um, Indian food, like, like, you can kind of make anything vegan. Pinterest is really a godsend. If you just type in, like, Chinese vegan, so much will come up, like, so many options, and they've got pictures and everything, so you'll be able to see exactly what you're making. Sometimes there are, like, weird ingredients that you need to have. I'd say don't buy, like, loads of random stuff that you're never going to use, but there are lots of, like, things that keep coming up. I guess like I feel like maple syrup is one of those I always try and make sure I have maple syrup bananas are in like a lot of recipes and then in terms of alternatives I think dairy-free butter is really good like I think it tastes like the same and the consistency is great plant milk what a debate that is I think the one that's best for the planet is oat milk some of them take quite a lot of water to produce so they don't necessarily like aid the planet as much but I think oat milk's the best one. Cashew is really creamy, if you're into that. I don't like almond, that's my least favourite. It's got such a distinct taste and it overpowers everything. Nomo have the best chocolate, in my opinion. Really, really nice. I also like Bunnycomb. There's, I feel like there's loads, like, if you go to the free from section in Tesco, Sainsbury's and stuff, there's loads of stuff to pick from. It's actually really fun. Um, I've also written down a few documentaries that I would maybe recommend to you guys if you're interested in learning more about veganism. So the book How Not to Die, um, I read it actually for my EPQ. It's like a really thick book. I definitely didn't read the whole thing, but I wrote my EPQ about veganism reducing the risk of disease. That book was really cool. It's got a lot of different sections. Each one's about a different um, condition. So like diabetes, cardiovascular, etc., um, so that's like very much from a health perspective 
if you're into that. The documentary Game Changers, that's on Netflix. This is extremely well made, like it's actually a really, really good watch for anybody, like I think anyone would enjoy it. They come at it from a very debunking myths sort of point of view, so a lot of people question like B12 as a vegan, in that documentary they go into a lot about how everybody is probably deficient in b12 and like everyone needs to probably supplement it regardless of whether you're eating meat or not and obviously do your own research on all of this sort of thing but um that's a really cool documentary and they look at like these american football players and they look at their health and stuff and they also show a lot of like bodybuilders and yeah i guess just like debunking myths that all vegans are like malnutritious and like stick thin and I think it's a really well made documentary what the health is also about like the health side of things and then earthlings goes into a little bit about like the animal cruelty the animal cruelty side of veganism is honestly like too heartbreaking for me I can't watch the documentaries I can't follow Peta on Instagram genuinely those videos make me want to cry like I I can't watch them every time I see one my hand goes over the screen it makes me so upset I know that obviously there are videos that show extremely bad conditions and then there are also farms and like places out there that treat their animals a lot better than that but at the end of the day you're like using the animal for food and personally I just don't vibe with that like for example cows aren't meant to be so they're like literal like like humans like they produce milk when they're pregnant to keep getting like the milk production you have to inject hormones and stuff so they're going through like pregnancy or like a similar sort of situation all the time like that is awful for them that must be literal torture and (laughs) yeah I don't want to get into like this sort of thing because I think it's very controversial and I don't I'm not here to like shout it all in your face but just things like that Oh, it's interesting to look into and just just to know where your food comes from like I said earlier a lot of evidence about how veganism is like good for the planet and like the meat industry is responsible for a huge amount of the carbon emissions at the moment I think air travel and fast fashion and maybe like I think there's some others up there but like it's definitely in the top top few Yeah, and there's also, like, a lot of rainforest and, like, just forest in general being cleared to graze cattle and, like, produce meat. There's also a lot of, like, soya being planted at the moment and, like, they clear loads of big spaces to plant this soya. But then most of that soya is for, um, like, meat, like, the feed that the animals get. So, yeah, I really don't want to get into this stuff because I feel like it's so controversial. I don't want to, like, step on people's toes. And, yeah, I know that if you, like, live, like, on a family farm or something, you probably don't agree with, like, a lot of what I've just said. And I totally understand that. And I think there are... Like, with everything, there's, like, different... It's a scale and there's some really, really bad, some that are probably better than importing food and having it flown to you and all of that. It's a complicated one and if, if you're going to take anything away from this podcast it is that veganism is very complicated topic. Okay so I asked for some questions on the podcast Instagram. It is growingwiththeflow underscore podcast and if you want to give me a follow that would be appreciated. <laughs> 
no but only if you want to that's the place I'm going to use for these Q&As slash submissions and stuff so if you want to be a part of some future episodes then you can go check it out questions or thoughts because I just kind of wanted to include what you guys think about it so there's quite a few saying there's a stigma if you don't want to go all the way and go like fully vegan which I've touched on a little bit but I think that vegan days or vegan like every other day or something like that is great and like such a good step in the right direction even just like vegetarian meals just yeah I think it's it's so good to move in the right like direction yeah did I notice any health benefits as a vegan I think it's hard to tell a lot of people say that they feel more energized and I don't know because I was like 15 like I don't remember it that well but the one thing I remember is that my skin is so much better now I know obviously I was 15 then so it was different but I remember like two months later my skin was so much better I used to have a lot of those like under the skin those ones those spots those little horrible ones and yeah after a couple months of cutting out like dairy and stuff they went away do I think I will raise my kids vegetarian and vegan I would love to raise them vegetarian I think I will like when the moment when the time comes I will like consult nutritionists and doctors and stuff about it but I would say yes is the answer I'd also like to breastfeed so that would be my ideal but obviously these are all things that you can't control sometimes and that's okay tip for new vegans always keep the mind always keep in mind the animals you might be alone in this but they appreciate you that's really cute and yeah i think if you are struggling with like motivation but you know it's something that you want to do um there's so many resources online and places you can go what's so lovely is to follow like vegan instagram accounts i follow quite a few and they just post like food inspo or even just thoughts and like trying new products and stuff I'll try and link below or I'll put the ads of some of the ones that I follow down below because I would re- really recommend as a vegan I've struggled with imposing on others when eating out as, or at someone's place yeah so when I was younger and I would go to like a friend's house and their mum or dad would be cooking our tea I would feel really bad being like hey I'm really sorry but like I'm vegan like <laughs> I can't eat like a lot of the food that they make and stuff and I do feel bad but I think it's being really open about it and just being like hey I'm vegan I'm so happy to bring my own food like I don't want you to do a full food job for me or something so just literally that's fine I don't mind at all or even if you feel like that's a bit rude just say like hey are you making pasta like can you leave some plain for me or something like that and just ask because most foods can be made vegan unless it's like a literal meat dish yeah I'd say just like ask and be honest about it um if you're eating out I'd say most places do have a vegan option if not um if they have pasta that's dried not fresh you can have that yeah just like ask the people at the restaurant because it's their business like they want you to eat there so like just give them a quite like ask them if there's anything you can have and I think at the moment as well there's so many places with vegan options so it's not like you have to feel like you're restricting your friends to like going to two restaurants because everywhere does have something pretty much and obviously it depends where you live but 
I'd say try and find like a vegetable based dish and ask them like be upfront like oh do you make the risotto with cream like do you have coconut milk or something you can make mine with because coconut milk is used in like a lot of other recipes so just ask (laughs) and I think also call ahead is good if you're going to a restaurant um and just say like I'm coming next week and I'm vegan is there anything you can do or is there anything that like you have that's vegan and then they have at least like a little bit of a heads up do you ever get food shamed by friends when at dinner I actually don't I don't think ever really obviously it's mainly like guys I would say that might sometimes be like oh that looks shit (laughs) if you're eating something but just be like yeah I like it whatever um I don't actually bother that doesn't really bother me sometimes I think people will see the vegan option and be like oh that actually looks really good I kind of wish I'd got that okay somebody said I don't think it's any more expensive just more effort I would definitely say it is more effort to transition because you're changing your whole diet and I think the price thing again like it just depends where you live and the supermarkets and stuff that are available to you but there are plenty of dishes that are made of like beans vegetables rice and that those ingredients are pretty cheap so it doesn't have to be expensive all the time but I'm not going to sit here and say it's like a cheap thing to do somebody said I love oat milk but my mum constantly warns me about the extra stuff in it so there are like a lot of some oat milks and like plant milks have a lot of ingredients in them sometimes they're like fortified with vitamins which is actually I think that's a good thing it's obviously up to you what you think but if that like really bothers you and you have the time making your own plant milk is actually not that hard and I'd say it's probably cheaper because oats are really cheap and you just need oats and water to make oat milk um obviously it takes a lot of time so only if you like have that available to you but yeah I think it's a tricky one because like milk from a cow obviously has a lot of like they've been pumped with hormones and stuff and then you're drinking that so like it's (laughs) it's a complicated one favorite meat substitutes so I say most of my meals are just like vegetable based um like veggies carbs and then I will have like protein in some form but not necessarily a meat substitute obviously I've never eaten meat so it's not something I think about like oh I wish I could have a bit of meat with this meal yeah I think everyone's different because sometimes people will feel like not full after a vegan meal because if you put the same volume of food on your plate you probably won't like have eaten the same amount of calories as if you had like meat or fish thing so that's something to think about um some of my favorites are tofu is definitely my number one tempeh is really good that's like a thicker kind of I think it's also made of soybean but it's more like it holds its shape better seitan is actually quite nice I think that's wheat based and you can get that in like a lot of different forms they have that at Wagamama I like just vegan burgers I actually think are really good they have a pack in Tesco that are I think you get eight for 75p like it's a really good deal and each one has I think like 20 grams of protein or something like maybe like 15 grams of protein in each one and they're really small so you can have a few just things like that it's actually quite good Linda McCartney have some good products but um yeah if you just go to like the freezer section of Tesco or even like Lidl have a few things you can normally find stuff corn isn't always vegan because they have egg whites in them but sometimes it is so you can like have a look at that I respect vegans but I think it's not also healthy for everyone and that's okay yeah 100% agree I think that's like my whole stance on this episode how come your whole family is vegan so my me and my mum were for like a while and then 
my dad and my brother like oh actually my brother decided to go vegan when we were on holiday he just ate one burger and suddenly was like that's kind of gross and me and my mum would always be getting these like really fresh like fun vegan things at the restaurants and he would be like a little bit jealous I think and he was just like you know I'm just gonna go vegan whatever and then my mum was kind of just like I'm not really because she does the food shopping in my family and she was like well three of us are eating vegan so I'm just gonna stop buying meat and stuff and my dad was like okay whatever like he's not that fast um he did eat me out of the house for a while but now he's just fully vegan and like he's been at home this whole year so we just all eat vegan I think it's just one of those things that's like my mum's definitely influenced us into it and I'm so grateful like that's one of the biggest things she's taught me that I'm like really grateful for I think like my mum my dad like my brother were all quite like open-minded none of us are fussy eaters as well that's like a big thing so it wasn't that difficult a few questions asking about like getting enough protein it's so doable if you just spend like a couple days like tracking it or having a little look at the macros um it's not that hard I'd say especially I think what's interesting is that some people eat like mac and cheese and I don't know like chicken nuggets and stuff like that and no one questions their diet and then the second you say you're vegan you're like oh I bet you're like really malnourished then and it's just like well (laughs) not necessarily so yeah I think if you look it up like vegan protein sources there are so many and it's not that hard but I will say obviously depends on your situation thoughts on valuing different animals lives differently yeah so I think this is a really interesting point so the idea that like you wouldn't eat maybe a dog but you would eat a cow and that is like completely a cultural thing I guess and I think it depends where you were raised how you've been brought up and all of that and I think that it's so fine to I don't know admit that like you value them differently I personally (laughs) don't and I think that all animals deserve like the right to live and the right to like a happy life yeah we don't need to like exploit them as much as we do yeah I think especially like a few years ago there was a horse meat scandal and that's the sort of thing where it's like well why is it that different you know actually sit and think like what is the difference cows have feelings like cows are such lovely animals they are stunning so I don't really fully understand okay so that is everything that I'm kind of gonna say I hope I haven't said anything too controversial I was a little bit nervous about this episode because obviously I've spoken about some stuff that is gonna differ between people and that's okay um lasting comment is that veganism is a really cool movement and cool diet there are a lot of issues within it and it's not for everybody and that's okay quotes just to finish out the episode and just leave you with something to think about for the following week so the first one is stop creating competitions that don't exist I think that's so so relatable at the moment I feel like I've been comparing myself to other people quite a lot and it just doesn't need to be done (laughs) just focus on your own journey your own path go your own way I've also put this too shall pass and I think that's very true at the moment obviously we've been going through a pandemic for what feels like fucking ages and I know everybody's mental health is kind of taking a toll at the moment I think a lot of people are going through big life changes and just 
struggles and stuff so yeah better things are coming and life's gonna look up i promise so yeah i hope you're all doing well thank you so much for listening to the whole episode that means a lot to me especially with ones like this because um i don't want people to like jump to conclusions so yeah thank you so much for listening i'll see you next week and i love you very much bye (laughs) 